0: Oh, baby, you not coming in, girl, you not coming in. Now I'm coming in? Yeah, now I am. Oh, God, it's so good to be back here in the studios at uh, Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. Tobor, how the hell are you doing, baby? Hello, Junkie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. You sound kind of weird. Um, <laughs> hey. Uh, I am doing great. I asked you, how are you doing, baby?
1: I am doing great. A little low on core power. I may oh. shut down for resource conservation. Oh,
0: okay. okay, okay, I get it, I get it. You've been running a little low. Tobor, in the house with me tonight. Uh, I'm feeling like a mo-fucking cheese butt. It's good to have all you uh, ladies You're and You're a cheese butt. Oh, yeah, I am. I am a cheese butt. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's good to have everybody back in the house tonight uh, with us this week. And uh, we got a few things to rattle off. This might be a quickie. Uh, actually, it's going to be a quickie. Uh, just want to make sure everyone's doing good, man. We've been um, experiencing some crazy weather. We haven't been in a little bit, and I'll explain why here pretty soon. But I just wanted to check in, do a few things uh, on the show this week, and say wherever you are, I hope it's been friggin' phenomenal. Riding weather, living weather, singing weather, whatever. I don't know, whatever you're going to do. Um, is there Tobor can you look up real quick on your app and see or on your uh, (laughs) whatever it is to see if there is singing weather I mean is that a thing signing weather Moto1 Podcast Network Listening to Creative Writing, the motorcycle podcast so bad we received an ASBO in Wales. We've been voted best motorcycle podcast five times by David Caruso impersonators across the globe. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out how you can support the show. All right. With no further ado, let's get into this week's topics this week's shows this week's arresting conversations ah, hell i'm out of here who am i fooling all right, Tobor singing weather singing weather sing sing sign no sing yes all right no stop it cheese butt you're a cheese bud i don't like this tobor I don't like this one bit. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, handle the show from here, Tobor. You just stay right there. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Creative Writing. This is probably going to be fasty. Uh, we got to get out of here real quick. We have... Um, boy, has it been... Has it been nuts? I mentioned... If you've been... Uh, ho- hopefully the weather's been perfect for you and, and everything's been perfect for you. Ideal conditions. I only say that because here in Southern California, it has been hotter than a two-peckered billy goat. And I don't even know where that saying comes from. Some old guy in Santee when I used to live in uh, San Diego used to... You said that to me one time. I'm not even sure that exists. Uh, does it? I don't know. Email the show if you think it does. Um, or if you've seen one. I don't even know what that saying means. I better not say it because maybe it's... Uh, Jordan against myself. But anyway, at any rate, uh, it's been like in the 90s here. It's been damn hot. I mean, like too hot to do anything. I almost killed myself today just walking around in the weather. So uh, on the flip side of that, I think I saw in Germany, half of the country washed away and uh, just flooding like crazy, flooding all over, right? And there was a big, big G7 summit about it uh, this year. And I think what they decided to do was... Um, uh, corporations make billions, and let's kind of forget about it. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a political uh, or climate scientist. I don't know what they talked about. However, uh, I do know that things are getting pretty crazy. Hopefully, it's uh, it's going to be cooling down here. As long as we're not on fire, I'm great. Uh, I'm feeling great about everything. I, I love these. Uh, this seems like a good year for me and Wiggins to go do the uh, Run to the Roses again. Because uh, hopefully it won't be one of those years where it's a uh, negative, you know, negative degrees up there on top of the mountain. It seems like this year it's going to be one of those ones where it's sixty and we're in sweaters and everybody's out there peeling them off in their t-shirts uh, later. Thong thong party. The downside of that is going to be like ninety nine point nine percent hairy fat dudes on motorcycles. So. Uh, take that for what it's worth um, So yeah, anyway, no matter where you are I hope everything is going great uh, This year, we are already in um, This is being recorded The 12th, 13th, and 14th of uh, November This this weekend And so, uh, yeah, we're already almost We've been off almost a month From uh, our last uh, time Uh, having our last guest on the show so i'd like to say thank you to hunter leonard from leonard motorworks uh stopping by blabbing with us just revealing some of these really cool uh really cool stuff um that he was up to kind of segued with uh the previous guest trent and all the fun stuff that he was up to and in the in the interim in the month that we've we've taken off i've done a lot been doing a lot of stuff so we'll we'll talk about that in a minute but i did want to say that i have jumped into the uh electric motorcycle reddits the electric motorcycle discords i've been jumping into a lot of these electric motorcycle groups and i've been enjoying the hell out of reading all about this stuff wondering why people do certain things uh, a certain way I do, I will talk about, I'll get some of these uh, some of these letters up from some listeners earlier as well. Uh, here we go, here we go, yep, 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 okay. Uh, big announcement, before I get into the, um, at all, before I get it, it, at all into this week's show, I do need to say our disclaimer to so work. you pop that up for me on the screen? Thank you, my good man. So, listen. The uh, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants do not reflect the policy, position, opinions or uh, of Creative Writing, Moto One Podcast Network, any of affiliate podcasts or sister stations. And we might want to be adding to this pretty soon our online radio station, but right now they're not part of that disclaimer. We might, uh, we'll get to that later. And uh, the opinions that we have that anybody on the show expresses is the uh, – respective opinion of that participant is not uh, intended to malign anyone or anything, even Moto Guzzi Mandalorian riders. Fuck, what's the name of that bike? It's not the Mandalorian. It might as well be the Mondello. That's what it is. Ay, I was just talking about with a few people online the other day about how what's your thoughts on the uh, Mandelo 100 or 1000. Could be 1 million. I don't care what it is. It's terrible. Um, So, hey, listen. Before we get into the uh, show uh, any further, I'd like to say thank you. A huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. They are the executive producers. They make this show possible. Uh, We just made a payment to our hosting company this month. Thank you uh, in part to the SoundCloud uh, production team. Um, I would say executive producers because they are... uh, our patrons make up the um, monetary part of this show uh partially supported by myself and uh any drugs that we can sell out here in california on the side of the freeway mostly to people headed to uh born free which is not a show that i normally frequent but you know what like who else is gonna buy some premium weed bro uh anyways Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters uh, For supporting this show Being a year end uh, show This is what I want to talk about Before we get into before we get into the rest of it I'd like to say thanks And I would like to s- remind everybody That we do have like one month left In the past, I don't think we did it last year But in the past we have done a uh, Secret Santa So I'll be reaching out to you on Patreon If you would like to be This is a little, little heads up right now You're hearing it before you're reading it uh, A little heads up we're, we are uh, going to be bringing back Secret Santa this year. If you'd like to participate, here's how it works. We I give you somebody's name on the Patreon list that has said, "Yeah, it's okay to give my name out." We just do a little round robin. All of us switch it up. Get somebody a gift that's 20 bucks or less and send it to them. And then hopefully your Secret Santa gets you something that's just as good. Sends it to you. It's a nice way to say hey, we're all patrons, we're all a little family here. We don't have like a trillion billion patrons to, to, to track, so it's very nice and it's very easy, and everyone's really cool. All of our patrons are fabulous, whether they're donating 50 cents or $50 a month. Um, it, they're all awesome. So it, it's just a nice way to meet each other and get a little, get a little present um, in, in the meantime. So, yeah, we might do a little Patreon gift exchange again this year. I plan on bringing that back. And uh, I just want to say thanks to the patrons again just because we just did do a uh, hosting payment and you guys make it happen. Thank you so much. And um, with that, also, I did want to mention uh, a couple things that are coming up here. Um, Wiggins and I just did some cool stuff that I probably should have put out there. Hey, do you want us to like talk about this or that or this or that? So I'm going to put that out on this week's show. I am headed to IMS. Uh, This weekend and IMS SoCal, I think it's going to be a little bit different than every other IMS uh, thus far, where there's going to be actual new model reveals. I am pretty certain, Uh, although that has not been disclosed to me yet by IMS, I am pretty certain that it's freaking November stuff that didn't already trickle out for 2022, when the hell else are they going to announce it? It's got to be now. And I read somewhere that ICMA's happening, which I I was totally unaware of, um, but it does normally happen the weekend. It, it was normally the couple weekends before IMS happened here, which is traditionally in November in LA anyway, and that would kick off the, this would be the 21-22 season. We'd be seeing all the new 22 bikes at this at ICMA and this uh, round of IMS and then yay here's all the 22 stuff well uh, of course you know last year kind of threw that off so we we're seeing stuff trickle in trickle out some stuff hasn't been announced some stuff is just being announced and it will probably be at IMS and it just got announced to ICMA. so uh, a lot of cool stuff if there's something you want us to check out at ICMA I'm taking the wigs with me um And I'm sending uh, some other people there on on, uh, Friday. Unfortunately, I can't get there Friday for the media day, which uh, so I signed up somebody else. We have a field producer heading out that day uh, to do some uh, research on the brand new stuff that's coming out. Guess what? We'll see it the next day. Big deal. So for me, that's not big uh, boner-inducing material from IMS. However, for the listeners, for the Patreon supporters, for anybody in here that's not from... The, the states or that hasn't seen this stuff yet or just uh, wondering what we're going to get, what, what do we get that you don't get? Let me know. Anything you want us to ride, test ride, uh, do a first impression of at IMS, let me know so that I can write it down and do a good job of that this weekend for you. Uh, one thing, a couple bikes that I am looking forward to is the uh, redesigned MT-07. I'm sorry, not the MT-07, the MT-10. Uh, I know that it came out with some super uh, new updates and, and of all the other bikes they, they could have read it I'm glad they glad they'd read, read it the MT-09 because it was pretty ugly there for a couple of years I'm glad it more or less matches all the other ones now but for the last couple of years um, Yamaha has been setting the standard for what a transformer bike should look like and when the MT-10 came out a few years ago uh, it looked like an animatronic from Chappie or something, or or, uh, I guess Chappie was CGI. It looked like an old old animatronic from, I don't know, Harry and the Hendersons or something that just had, like, all the latex and and fur and everything peeled off of it, and you got this kind of, like, blank robotic face staring at you. I can tell you what. From the pictures I've seen already of the new 22 (laughs) MT-10, they definitely want you to know that this animatronic is is angry with you. So this Transformer went from a blank... Kind of an expressionless transformer face. To definitely, it's angry now. Now you, you definitely know because of the eyebrows that, it, that it's mad. So they've done that. They've done a couple other things, um, and it's just kind of it did. It is one of the few. I mean, the XSR, nine hundred and the XSR seven hundred, uh, kind of uh, based off the MT09 and MT07, got a little bit of changes here and there over the, you know, the MT09 and MT07 got a little couple few changes when those other bikes got released and things like that and then just minor tweaks here and there but the mt10 has just been kind of sitting there for a while when did these things come out uh like 2016 or something like that i mean i think they've just been sitting for a few years now five years maybe uh but anyway so I'm, I'm excited to see what they what's new on these things um you know the color schemes are always wild on these things i know they've gone to some uh uh TFT displays with a whole bunch of new different stuff that actually displays on there. Of course, it's probably lighter now than it was. Uh, Maybe it's heavier, we'll see. So I'm excited to to, uh, look at all that stuff and see um, what exactly uh, is advertised. Um, Peak power, they're saying, is uh, 162. uh, It gains. Uh, Five horsepower from the old one So there's a a few things So I'm kind of excited about that Uh, Other things that I'm excited about Is this year is going to be a uh, Year for um, Power sports Not just motorcycles anymore IMS Outdoors I announced it before They're changing to power sports Smart move So there's also going to be a lot of side by sides Things that we really don't cover on this show But that I I deal with um, uh, On a daily basis And it is kind of interesting, Uh, when I was reading, I've been reading about the way that the uh, side-by-side suspensions work, and they're just as fast, they're fascinating for how simple they are. They're pretty fascinating. They're, a lot of them are electronic, electronic adjust. Um, They offer you like off-road traction control by, putting ABS on these off-road vehicles and then, like, modulating it at different times to perf- to kind of simulate traction control by slowing you down uh, rather than just, like, locking up the brakes in the dirt. So it's really interesting how all that stuff works. And then to read how these shocks work where they're doing, comp- you know, crazy computations at, like, 200 times per second or something like that to adjust the, the float rates and, like, the, uh, the damping and all this. So all these shocks on a lot of these top-end... Um, Can-Ams and I think the Talons with the Fox uh, float live valve or whatever the hell it is. All this stuff, I'm going, wow, this, this, this stuff is nuts. Here I thought motorcycle technology was crazy. Side-by-side technology is, is wowzers, And it makes me think, well, is that what these stuffs, uh, these stuffs you know, all these stuffs, um, is that how the uh, electronic suspensions, when you have it like on the, the GSA and um, well, now Harley, you know, has it and the uh, yeah, Africa Twin, uh, Adventure Sports ES. Um, what, what else has electronics? Like the FJR, uh, all these ones that have had electronic suspension for a long, long time. I just maybe overlooked how they worked, you know. It's like an IMU. How does it work? Is it like a little, uh, not like a mercury floating around in there, but it, I think it is liquid-based, uh, some sort of weird... M- gel of viscous uh, viscous covering over a thing so it's like how does this stuff work i've been i've been covering this stuff for a long time and, and at at, uh, at work here on the show like learning how that how it affects stuff but not even knowing how it actually like works on these minute details so the more i started thinking about that uh, how fun it's going to be that they're um talking about different industries kind of merging them more Where these other industries do tell you how this stuff works. It's gonna gonna be eye opening, I think, for some motorcyclists. Also, what I'm excited to see, uh, and I should quit talking about Yamaha for a second, is uh, I hope they have some, speaking of our electric stuff, I hope they have some electric vehicles there, uh, zero motorcycles. I haven't seen IMS for a little bit, but maybe they'll be there. energica traditionally there and we've talked about how ducati is going to be taking over energica spa at as the producer for uh, electric mo- racing motorcycles for the moto e uh moto e class in in moto gp ducati is going to be taking that over in 2023 so i hope energica is there again this year with some more of their up- updates and 2022 upgrades um And it's gonna be now that I'm tapped into the electric motorcycle market and electric bikes and stuff like that. A little bit more of electric. uh, I wouldn't even call them bicycles or motorcycles. You got stuff like Super 73, which is definitely a bicycle, pedal bicycle, getting ripped. You know, uh, when we rephrase that, getting. in competition with people like Zugo bikes and Juiced bikes, which look sort of similar. I think Super 73 had that look first, I'm not 100% sure. But I mean, those are definitely electric power pedal bicycles, but they look like fat tire little mini bikes, right? And then you have other brands like um, Segway and Sondors, which Sondors does make electric uh, pedal bikes. That's one of the first ones I ever rode. Um, they're getting into these things that are more of like they don't have pedals so they don't qualify as a bicycle and they can go a little faster um, but they don't 100% qualify as a motorcycle per se so it's, it's just the more when things become electric they get it's getting interesting let's just put it that way so I'm really I'm hoping that stuff's at IMS I'm hoping that they got uh, something cool like that to check out um, and I'm really looking forward to looking at all these uh, electric solutions that are going to be coming on Big news, uh, a lot of countries are planning on going, um, and a lot of brands actually have announced that they're going to be going electric within the next 10 to 15 years, which sounds like pretty fast, but I don't even remember the last two, 2020, would that a year even happen? I, I remember things distinctly up until December 2019. I remember going to the women's moto show in 2020 before anything happened, And then 2020 happened, and I barely remember that whole year, like, I just remember it was gone, and now it's 2021, and like, oh my god, like, trying to get back on track here, and this whole year is already gone, so I mean, two years just kind of blew by in the blink of an eye, you know, Uh, so 15 years is not, you know, it may seem like you've got a lot of time but if, if people do it as fast as they say uh some people are even saying by 2030 so we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes um and we'll see what this next couple years bring because they thought that was going to happen in the year like 99 2000 well it did not happen here we are 21 years later uh still on the same path you know still talking about getting rid of uh ice vehicles so anyway i'm just excited to see what's going to be rolling out and I'm excited to look at if I did have it, I didn't, I didn't know it was happening, I usually hear about it but uh, I'll just check out and see um, what's happening there so let me know, now that I quit rambling on here and blabbing about all this crazy stuff, just let me know what you want to see at IMS um, what you're excited about and I will check it out for ya, uh, let me get back to my notes, we got the word of the week this week the word of the week this week is going to be uh, flat track and, uh, so I don't have the soundboard to make it official on Tobor. Tobor looks like he's getting ready to shut down. So I'm not going to ask him to go get it, but I'll do the little ding. Bring, bring. <laughs> the word of the week is now official. And if I say it, I have to drink this flying fluid that I have next to me for this broom that I'm inventing. So anyway, long story short. Uh, yes. The reason I bring up that word is because, uh, on our next show, We are going to have a uh, a racer on, and we're going to be talking about that stuff. I know uh, Mama Tried is coming up December 3rd. There's going to be some Word of the Week racing. I'm not going to say Word of the Week, but uh, you know what it is. So there's going to be some of that racing coming up. There is going to be this whole season has has been um, before when we would talk about it and report on it. And then, like I said, the last couple years have happened and kind of got out of touch with that I've been getting more into like Moto America I just well I just want American sport bike racing and road racing and the Harley baggers guys that we you know we talked to a few, couple years ago that whole thing their whole vision is becoming a reality there's like extended 2022 bagger stuff so I really want to uh I've been getting back into <clears throat> me, getting back into American road racing where I had fell out of that a a while like a decade ago and got into flat track racing a decade ago you know i just really i feel it's fun to get back into american road racing and see what's going on speaking of american road racing um we're gonna have uh josh heron switching teams this year which is really exciting he's been on yamaha for quite a while switched it up to suzuki i think for a year or two there and came back to yamaha I may be wrong that he went to Suzuki, but I, I have a feeling that he did. He's making a big switch to Ducati. I just got a crazy press release from them last week, which is really interesting. And I think that's going to be pretty pretty dope. Also, uh, speaking of American road racing, Moto America is going to take back over the Daytona 200, I believe. Uh, for a long time, it's, it was like a place where international racers wanted to come race. And then, not only did the series languish, I think the track is sort of languished as like automotive racing in this country period has just kind of like uh, taken a little taper except for the hooligan stuff um and so it's hard to get crowds you know it's hard to uh, have infrastructure so i think that the the, the daytona 200 track period like just daytona international except for like some 24-hour endurance races and stuff i think it's kind of like fell off the map a little bit so it is exciting to see that that's going to be retaken over hopefully even if everything does go electric in 10 years hopefully uh management of that track and and people getting excited about the sport again will make things happen so i'm really excited about Daytona bike week next year with the one of my favorite american road racers um since danny aslick hasn't been around for a little bit uh the uh A guy that I've been following for a long time. Switching teams. That'll be really interesting to see. Plus, Daytona Bike Week next year is going to have some Word of the Week racing and other things. It's going to be fun to see how 2022 kicks off. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, If you've got something that you want us to talk about or an event that you would like other people to know about, send us a DM on Instagram or uh, you can send us something on Facebook. Um, we'll get it. I've been. Uh, we have a Reddit also. Creative writing, um, creative. Uh, I should say creative underscore writing. So just go to creative writing on Reddit. You'll be. You're the surprise. You'll be surprised either way. I don't know if it's gonna be good or bad, but it's creative underscore writing. Is uh, is our little subreddit. You can post it up there. Let people know uh, what's going on. That's the best way, I think, besides the we'll mention it on the show. So let us know if you got something cool happening, uh, and we will be happy to shout it out for you. All right, with that, Tobor, we're coming up on a little uh, break here. I'm going to check some stats, kill some rats, and we'll be right back with some more creative writing. Go get a drink. It's been 25 minutes of blabbing. Hot blabbing up in this, Mama. Go get a drink, get a snack. Meet us back here in 10. No, meet us back here. Not 10. Tober, how many? Tober says uh, 45. He is back. Here. He's back here, not in ten. Alright, Bye.
1: That smell. They're at it again. The folks at RP Enterprises solving two world problems with one great solution. You got a hankering for some of Grandma's hush puppies? Sure, you do. They're delicious. You love them. Well, how about solving world hunger and the pet overpopulation problem with one easy, simple, tasty solution? Fist Puppies from RP Enterprises. Never have to listen to a Sarah McLaughlin song again about it. Fist Puppies available only at Heddings on 4th Street Have you got a million dollars or more lying around in uninvested cash funds? If you do, Rothman's Beans wants your number. Rothman's Beans, be part of our new bean solution. Yes, Rothman's Beans is offering investors with million dollars or more an opportunity to invest in our wonderful bean solution starting now. We have packages available. Just email us at Rothmansbeans.com. Email future at Rothmansbeans.com and be part of our bean solution.
0: Securities and investments, advisory, commodity, futures, options, and other non-deposit investments, products, and services are not insured by the FDIC. It may deposit and obligations guaranteed by Rothman's Beans or Rothman Bean Holding Company are subject to investment risk, including possible loss of the principal amount invested. Rothman's Beans. We are not a fiduciary advisor Do not take anything into account that we have said Not available in Hawaii, Alaska, or anywhere Where fiduciary stuff is fiduciary Rothman's The Next Bean
1: Adventure Rothman's The Only Bean Solution
0: Can't hear myself That's because I wasn't turned up That whole GD, MF in time Really, really does pay to have Tobor here with me Instead of being offline Like he is right now Well folks, I think I'm going to get offline here pretty soon too Uh, yeah, talk about a quickie Um, I did want to say Uh, I wanted to fill everybody in On what's been happening Uh over the last few weeks, why why we been gone? Why we why me me been gone? Not necessarily we, but me. So what's been happening is uh, I've been pretty busy with uh, work and home crap. And when that crap isn't going on, me and Wiggins been out riding. We've been doing some Thursday night bike stuff at the local coffee shops up here. We go on a weekend ride almost every single weekend. And uh, yeah, last weekend. Uh, no, not last weekend. Two weekends ago, I went to go down to a uh, mini bike um, show down in Carbon Canyon. I was gonna do a little spooky ride. They call it spooky. No, spooky hollow. They don't call it spooky hollow. They call it um, sleepy hollow down there. And we was gonna do a little mini bike uh, ride down there on the thirtieth. Go, uh, go ride out on the thirty-first. Do a little scary scramble if you wish. Um, well, what happened was the mini bike show got canceled until November weekend. So instead of Halloween in the canyon, instead of Halloween in <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, it's going to be Thanksgiving in Sleepy Hollow. Not as ominous. Nonetheless, who cares, right? Mini bikes. So we're going to go uh, probably head back and check that out when that's going down. But needless to say, um, uh, Wiggins and I. Uh, Went the next day and uh, went down there and who who did I go with the day before on the 30th? I went with our executive field producer Bri Viffer he and I met up he is the Bri Viffer why Viffer's exist he's got he had 25 VFR's if you ever go back and listen to the very first um Slam he uh I think it was the first one or the second one he uh gave us the history on all of his, um, VFRs that he's on. He's on five VFRs at one time. And I think he's down to two now, the one that I got and the one that he has. <laughs> so they met up the long lost, uh, sisters met up or brothers or cousins, whatever they are. And, uh, that was such a fun rip, uh, out to meet him there. And, uh, yeah, just a really great ride out there and then through the Canyon together. Had some coffee, bs caught up for a couple hours. It was an amazing time spent with uh, an amazing friend and just really good to catch up after a whole year of really not hanging out with anybody um, in like a, a very meaning, I mean, I got on a few motorcycle rides, you know, did, did some group rides, but it was just fun reconnecting with good friends after... After being off For all of last year So I hope everybody's Got get out there And get a chance To do that Sort of fun stuff uh, Recently um, And then To top it off uh, Rob One of our patrons No 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 Rob The winner of um, uh, Solstice Slam Spooky Spokes I guess it was Spooky Spokes Last year Last year was last year Spooky Spokes Yeah I think he won it um, He Was like Hey man I'm down He was also on the NPC team this year So he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, uh, you know, let, let him know where we're gonna be." He was doing a fun ride with the uh, San Diego Norton group, I believe it was. No, no, the Triumph Owners Group. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so he was. We were chatting back and forth if he he could make it up and meet me, meet, uh, me and Brad Griffith for coffee. Gave him the directions. He's like, "Nah, you know, busy doing. Uh, be wasted the day after our our bar crawl." So anytime you want to meet up, anytime we're going to be doing a local ride that might not be too far for people down here in SoCal, I will let you know. Um, I, I wanted to talk with the, with Wiggins about it and make like a curated ride once a month. That'd be kind of fun to do. We just we had a really good ride. Went down to Julian last weekend for the uh, not only check out the Geico Adven- Adventure Rally, <clears throat> we uh talked to a few cats there we saw a lot of great stuff and we just we took a, like a whole day to get down to julian it's a two-hour ride from la maybe three if you press it but we took the back roads we took the side roads and then we talked to a bunch of people that weekend that were like yeah we've done the same thing from up here uh in like you know woodland hills north Ho- you know north of uh, a little bit north of la north hollywood sort of stuff um Rode down there the same thing Taking back roads And man it takes you all day You know eight or six to nine hours Depending on how you ride So yeah amazing Amazing riding through some of ugh, Some of uh, Southern California's Crazy crazy back roads That uh, gets rarely seen When people are just bombing Slabbing on the freeway through here So that'd be kind of fun To do some curated rides um, Rob also said uh, He's been having um, he said to have fun at the mini bike show. We didn't, but we did have fun catching up and talking, uh, me and Paul. And it was cool to see what, a um, in, an intact, um, VFR is supposed to look like. So anyway, uh, well, we got a little story on that too that we'll get to in a sec, but yeah. So Rob has been having fun with his, uh, 66, uh, CC two stroke Chinese bicycle kits Uh, that he keeps getting them for free, doing them for fun. And that reminded me of our last guest um, also who had done the same thing, pulled one of those kits out of a pond, rebuilt it, you know, gave it some TLC, did all that fun stuff, and uh, got him into his subsequent motorcycling career. So uh, I'm down with that too. Those things are fun. There's a fella that used to make videos, uh, like proper YouTube lifestyle sort of videos on – Life in LA And and these crazy little things That him and his buddies would do Little challenges And one of the things that they did I think it was about uh, Five or six guys They got a bunch of those uh, Motors for like I think they're like $80 or less They were super cheap Um, But they're basically those uh, 60cc two stroke motors From from Amazon Or wherever they were getting them eBay I don't don't remember 100% Where they got them from But yeah They threw them on bicycles painted the bicycles like uh, motorcycles and then took them up to Newcomb's Ranch and had a race up there in the hills on these little 60 some odd CC2 strokes and <clears throat> whole whole endeavor was like less than like I don't know 100-200 bucks so they, they, they got the bikes for like 20 bucks off uh, Craigslist, got the motors off eBay, wham bam, tango tango spam, that's the saying here wham bam, tango spam get used to it Uh, But yeah, they had a lot of fun on those things too So, Rob, I'm down with this baby Send us your custom uh, 60cc two-stroke bike to create a branding so we can check it out I'm all about it, man Like all doing bicycles, tricycles, anything Um, Electric, 60cc, chinesium, whatever you got, man So, uh, where's my music-tober? There it be um, So yeah So that That sounds like a lot of fun That sort of sounds like What What uh, What I'm gonna be doing here Pretty soon um, Once I get Paul's VFR back to him And thank you Paul Also uh, For dropping off the body work And I was like Yeah I'm home And then I like Immediately had to go run an errand I was like Oh crap <laughs> So thank you for dropping that off It's clutch It's so nice Excuse me I gagged on a the mealworm there <laughs> I ended up Choking barf out Anyways, it's so nice to have OG bodywork when you're fabricating some stuff, and so I don't know if I've really talked about it much lately. I was kind of trying not to uh, let the cat out of the bag, but you know, I've seen Paul now, uh, showed him showed him the VFR, what I've it, what it been doing. I talked to Wiggins a little bit about it uh, over the summer when he had his RC51s, uh, kind of in in. Uh, track preparedness and then we've been talking about those and i was like yeah man i what i've been doing i don't know if i talked about it on other shows but i have been restyling this vfr i think i must have i must have talked about it on one show but i've been throwing some fiberglass taking uh, and basically making it from scratch where it doesn't exist so on on the rear body of this thing uh i liked some of it i didn't like I didn't like some of it, and, and as, as Paul found out, he sent me a, uh, uh, a plastic repair um, series that he did, so I, I might post that up on the website, if uh, see if I can get his permission to do that and post it up, but these things fall apart. The plastic deteriorates on these things. You get an old uh, classic sport bike, you know, not even... I mean, 97 doesn't feel so classic unless you were born in 97. Then you, I mean, you, nobody wants to feel classic, right? But these things are getting classic, you know? So so 97, it is getting up there. Uh, it's like 30-something years, right? 30-some-odd 30, 30 years going on there. So this plastic is great. This plastic is very beautiful. You know, it got some of this. Uh, paint that somebody had put on it when he bought it they had repainted the whole thing I got their original Honda back. it is so amazingly beautiful under there the problem is that over time the uh, structural integrity of the uh, plastic deteriorates now there was a few pl- pieces that had like got wiggly and I noticed that some of the lights were wiggling and shaking and there was gaps in the body and being an old uh, you know body shop person I, um, I don't like gaps in body work Unless they're supposed to be there So I thought, ah, this is weird And I look and I start uh, disassembling some of the body And sure enough, it had been broke for a while And I don't know, it probably just broke You know, before Paul even got it And, um Or <clears throat> Excuse me Or it, uh Wiggled and jiggled apart, and dry rotted out Whatever happens to it um, but it, you could tell it wasn't fresh plastic. When something snaps and it's fresh plastic, you can tell this stuff was aged. It's like a rock that tumbled around on a beach, just smooth on all the edges, not sharp, not, not white anymore. So, make a long story short, I tried to cast a few things, I did a few things. It doesn't really, you know, the stuff that I have like fiberglass and the bonding stuff, I'm sure there's special ABS uh, materials that you can bond. But the stuff that I have and that I'm used to working with doesn't bond to ABS. uh, And probably is some special epoxy that does the chemical welding. Um, And I don't have that stuff. So uh, none of the stuff that I did stuck. So I had to go back and re- uh, basically re-throw everything using the uh, the existing body as a template throw some stuff over it make some make some molds of the existing bodywork um and then go in and make my own. The problem with that is uh, I made a little, I took some videos of it and, and uh, took a few photos. I'm, I'm gonna be trying to put those up on our uh, blog um, pretty soon and get back into the creative part of creative writing from our standpoint of like, hey, we should teach you something every week or if you wanna learn something, here you go. So we'll be throwing those up there uh, when I get a chance, get some time, maybe three years from now, who knows. But uh, I did at least try to get the process on um, videos so people can see like hey This is what it looks like when you try to fix something This is what it looks like when you make something from scratch So uh, yeah Long story short I took a Whole I, I fabbed this thing up I made a little jig measured measured out The width of the frame made a wooden Frame jig Kind of uh, out of out of dowels And wooden things to hold the body work together At the exact distance that it is When it's assembled on the bike through a Whole one piece body mold <laughs> Of it and Uh, When you're trying to slide it on uh, the frame and everything, you can see why they put it in three or four pieces to go around the complex curvature of the body. But when you're making a one-off mold, who cares, right? So I got a one-off mold of this baby, uh, and I plan to hack it up and make it look like I want the rear end of this bike to look. Uh, And I totally went went about it that way because I didn't want to alter any of... Uh, the existing stuff on here that, you know, this bike isn't mine. This stuff is in good con- good condition, not not 100% great. Like I said, some tabs and stuff are broken that I tried to uh, use an ABS welder to re-weld. We'll see how long they hold up long-term. But other stuff I fabbed out of metal, um, fabbed out of uh, cast it, some stuff out of... Um, Resin and then other stuff is just uh, fiberglass, and we're doing a whole fiberglass body with some uh, gel coat and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, like I said, hopefully, I can put those up on our blog so you can see uh, what it looks like. But the fun part is that it's really cool that um, the story of this bike is that. When in 2017, I think it was We were doing the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge And he's like, hey man I know you've been zipping around on your little 250 that you have I have a um, SR250 that is my original street bike And I've kept it Been in between bikes now and then throughout my life But I've always had this little thing And that's what I had at the time Putting a few hundred miles on it every year You know, close to a thousand miles every summer for the MPC Um, He's like, hey, it's probably a task on that thing Borrow this VFR that I got Yeah yeah and I'm like yeah So I've had it since then And only recently did I think to like Alter it you know hey see if See if you can give it back a different shape So that's what I've been working on the past uh, I would say year um, Because I started some of this a long time ago Started some of this yeah like last December um, and then, like I said, you get busy, you get not busy, you get busy, you get not busy. Some weekends you have totally free. Some weekends you don't have another one for three months. So it's kind of been an ongoing process. Um, but it's going to be really cool to share. And, uh, at least last, uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago now, when this podcast comes out, uh, I was kind of stoked to show them, Hey, so far I've just repainted it, got some of the old junk off of here and just gave it a new coat and, um, re the seat did a few things and uh it's really kind of turning out to be a cool custom i think bike and so i make some custom fairings for it that um cutting vents for right now today actually uh cutting some vents into the side and i'm gonna have to take my blank molds that i had just made um i've cut some <clears throat> things on the outside for them i'm gonna have to reshape uh and make some templates on the inside so there's it's a whole process and it's a uh, time-consuming and see why if you're making fairings for a bike like the guys from, uh, I think for the uh, Royal Enfield um, Race Series, my friend, I had a friend that worked at AirTech for a little bit, and they were sending me some. Uh, I can say it now, it was for the Royal Enfield Race Series that happened last year, but they were uh, putting doing some fairings and stuff for some of the bikes, and it takes a while. You know, it takes months uh, to do it. Right every day Just each step Takes a little bit So yeah It's it's kind of been A little bit of a process And it's kind of cool I'd like to bring Some people along With us for that Also uh, Wiggins and I Rebuilt a couple bikes I did not put it out To our Patreons yet Um, Like I said I was going to I was going to put The unreleased Two hours of us Hanging in the garage Wrenching on his old CB750 that he picked up I think up in Monterey um, Or somewhere up north Um, We were bagging on Pod filters Because Um as you all know, I don't, I'm don't. i not a fan of pod filters and brown seats. Pod filters mostly, as we, as we found out in our wrenchings, is that the bike was running like crap. Hang on one sec. I can't stand to see my fork gators look like that. So uh, his bike was running like crap. And the pod filters have this lip in it that uh, covers up. Basically, if you have a CV carb, if you don't know what a CV carb is, that'd be another fun t- thing to talk about. But CV carbs have a like a um, air port at the top where the air, the the way the carb lifts up is through vacuum, and that vacuum like port or little venturi thing is at the top of the uh, the opening of the carb where the butterfly is. Um, that's how the butterfly opens and lets air and fuel and stuff through, but inside the butterfly, you can see a slide behind it and the slide opens up and that's what lets like the mixture come through and that's vacuum controlled. And these f- four freaking pod filters that he, that whoever had on there, uh, that he bought this bike from the, is a generic rubber lip, how they mount on, you know, you know what holds a pod filter on. It's like a rubber connector that connects it then to your carb. And the lip on this thing covered that fricking, uh, little like Venturi, the, the, um, that creates vacuum, you know, that raises your slide. And so basically the slide couldn't raise because it was getting minimal amounts of air past it. And it's not like fluid or anything like that, or it's not, I don't know. It wasn't running like forced stairs. I know you can sometimes beat on headers and your, your exhaust pipes can be dented and it doesn't matter uh, that much. You know, it's not restricting airflow out, but it sure does restrict airflow in. The flow of air coming in isn't forced like a piston forcing air out of a... Uh, out of a uh exhaust it's more or less drawn around the shape of things there and this was terribly shaped that little thing literally touched and covered the uh most of the port most of the uh the venturi where it sucks the slide up so we bagged on that however i don't know what we didn't bag on and uh we were talking about carbs and i know we we'd sound like a bunch of idiots so I didn't want to put everything on there so uh, patrons I have not put that out but that's the sort of stuff we've been doing we've been rebuilding Wiggins bikes been throwing a whole bunch of uh, fiberglass for uh, the VFR here uh, working on some bicycle stuff in the vein of sort of what Rob was talking about also researching minis and uh, electric bicycles and all that fun stuff so creative writing we've been pretty busy lately even though we haven't been uh uh recording a podcast we've been just busy so busy doing everything else um trying to actually do some of the stuff that we were missing out on uh speaking of that what time is it yeah we might cut this for short let's wrap this let's try to wrap this up in 10 minutes so uh I won't do any more ads this week Tobor like, we'll have to Cut out on some of our sponsors. Maybe we'll throw them in at the end. Um, I, I did want to say that we we went down to Julian last week. We had a huge ride. I think I already told you. We took all back roads. We went down uh through Palomar, we went down through like Hemet, we went out past Koeah Reservation, we saw some really cool uh like little moto adventure. Um well there's the Kawia motocross. Um on on one side of the highway down there, and then on right on the other side, there's like a moto adventure where they teach you how to do adv stuff and like uh, some dirt skills, and they got some obstacles and stuff. It was pretty cool seeing those things passing through all that stuff. Uh, we rode down into Julian. So if you were at Babe's ride out, we, we weren't too far from you. We we kind of came down um, on the south end of Anza down in. Through Palom, well through Palomar down into Julian. That way, stayed the night in Julian. Had some fabulous uh, beer and pizza at the uh, Julian Beer Company. That was good. They got a bunch of stuff there. Uh, checked out Quinn Knives, which also. I did want to say Field Initiative Knives is again a sponsor of the show. So if you want to check out Field Initiative, uh, they are available through uh, Instagram, <clears throat> Field Initiative Knives on Instagram, or places like Quinn or Blade Shows. So it's really cool. It was really cool to go down and see uh, a bunch of Wiggins knives in an actual store um, next to some other custom knives. So if you're in Julian, check out Quinn Knives, uh, by the way, fabulous store. Uh, Owned by Motorcycle Racer. And um, if you uh, listen to Revzilla podcast, uh, Jen Dunstan um, from that show, uh, you know, it's her and her husband on this, uh, Quinn Knives. So, yeah, go check it out. They may be in there. And it's a fabulous guy to talk to. Um, Him and Wiggins were nerding out on knives, and that was all about it. It was fun fun just to hang around and listen to them. So then we rode past Anza and all that other stuff coming back up. So, yeah, if you were uh, at Babes Ride Out, you probably uh, covered a lot of the same territory. You know the type of uh, terrain we're talking about and uh, the type of just riding we've been enjoying. So it's been fabulous. Hasn't been too cold. It's been freaking hot today but uh great weather you want to come enjoy it with us uh hit me up uh creative writing podcast uh on instagram or facebook i think i'll get the messages either way or hit us up creative writing podcast at gmail.com and i think we're gonna sign off the show pretty soon here uh just a reminder um a call to action here's our call to action this week leave us uh, email the show creative writing podcast gmail.com and let us know what you want us what you want us to review at IMS uh, from IMS uh, outdoors this week in long or, uh, Orange County Southern California I believe we're gonna be seeing some new bike premieres so keep your ears peeled and if something pops up hit us up on the uh, Instagrams so we'll keep our our uh, we we'll keep our Instagram going so that uh, we can get messages, and you can say, "Hey, I just heard this uh, popped up. Go, 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 look at it!" You know, if you want us to check out the new RS six fifty? I'm all about that. I'm down. Royal Enfield, for those of you that know, was one of the very first bikes I ever crashed. Uh, actually, the aside from dirt bikes, which you're allowed to crash, that's a, that's how you learn on dirt. I crashed a few of those as a kid. Maybe even flipped a ATV as a kid. But on the street, Royal Enfield crashed my buddy's. Uh, I'm Royal Enfield <laughs> on the show. It was pretty embarrassing. Um, right after I got like an A-plus on my rider course. So that was uh, an amazing day. Hey guys, I got an A plus in my class, and I just finished it. Let's go ride! Yahoo! Oh God! So yeah, that was fun. But anyways, uh, Royal Enfield, um, I'm all about the new Enfields, so I'm gonna be excited to, to look at those and ride some of those. The Meteor 350, you know, is coming. I think so. We'll check that out. I am super excited to check out the uh, the Pan Am, um, even though it's been out now and everyone – all it's probably. Getting out of the spotlight, hey, I'm all about it. I want to. I want to see. Uh, that's one thing that was j- not the last motorcycle show I went to. That was um, not a, a physical thing. That was just uh, a, uh, a showpiece. It was probably mostly fiberglass and wood. You know, it was under glass. You couldn't really touch it. So the last motor show I went to, they were debuting that, and they had a freaking Bronx there too, and a live wire. And uh, none of you couldn't sit on none of them. So the new Sportster the new Pan Am, awesome. That Bronx that was there under glass, uh, fortunately, that's going to be put on hold for a while. But I would like to check out some of this cool stuff that's uh, taken over the uh, ADB market. Um, and also a lot of sport touring Stuff so and, and e-bikes For sure so hit us Up leave us a message creative writing At gmail.com also check Us out facebook instagram at, at Creative writing podcast all one word On reddit we are under uh, At creative underscore writing Like I said don't just go to regular creative writing You'll you'll be uh, going to church on Sunday and sweating um, You can short the support the show You can short the show support us uh, By going to patreon.com forward slash creative writing and also patrons don't forget gift exchange I'm going to be hitting you guys up for ideas for that and uh, that's just about it Uh, email us as always creative writing podcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on anything even if you don't live here in the states you already know what's coming out everything's great let us know how it's going I wanted to give a shout out to some people in in Oliver, Canada. I'm not even sure. I thought that was all over Canada, but apparently Oliver is a city. Uh, Oliver, LA, uh, here in the States. Columbus, I'm assuming Ohio. Lowell, I have no idea where that is. Ogden, I think that's in Oregon. Chicago, I think that's also in Oregon. Oakland, might as well be in Oregon. New York, the whole other coast from Oregon. Uh, Sydney, Australia Want to say hi Thank you for uh, listening Singapore We got a few people checking in This week Spruce Grove, Canada um, Hope everything is going good there Romford I don't know about no Romford I know about Wait, is it Romford? Oh yeah, yeah I do know about Romford I like to say what's up to our patron over in Romford I, It was like Ilford or something Some other Ford popped up in England And I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh I'm down with that I am down with Romford though Um Yeah, Beaumont, Canada, not Beaumont, uh, California or Texas. Tai Chung, checking in. Um, Frankfurt, Armaine, checking in. So how's everybody going over there? I hope that's not where all that crazy flooding was. Um, Toulouse, checking in from Francais. Adelaide. Ilford, there we go. That's what it is. Romford. Ilford's trying to like. I don't know if you guys are neighbors. Maybe, maybe that's maybe they're sister cities. But Ilford's trying to creep up. I'm down with Romford because I know one of our patrons from there. Ilford. I don't know. You're gonna have to work your way in. Uh, Bryson City, Ann Arbor. I think that's also Oregon, (laughs) Oregon, (laughs) Michigan, Uh, Melbourne. That's in Australia. Uh, Osceola. Florida, Paso Robles, what's going on, Minneapolis, Goshen, that's Indiana, hey, is if this is Janus checking in, let us know, baby, Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Janus, (laughs) but anyway, uh, if you're checking in with the show, what's going on, we'd love to talk about your bikes, I love those little things, Um, also, United States, Canada, Australia, UK, Singapore, France, Netherlands, Germany, Taiwan, uh, Japan denmark new zealand spain india brazil italy cambodia mexico sweden checking in how's everybody doing hope everybody's doing great and if you're the one person from the russian federation that checked in here to listen to the show and that's not a hacker what's up let us know how it is in russia how's it riding in russia right now portugal ireland and belarus rounding out the top 10 countries that have listened to us uh this last uh last time around so thank you to everybody around the world for checking in peace grease and uh feed some geese some oh, there's nothing else at range that's geese all right that's it for us tobor you want to say anything my fat stupid robot nope he's powered down uh all right everybody well I will talk to you all later. Check our blog and uh, eat a frog. <laughs> all right, this is creative writing. Shut your mouths and uh, get out there and ride. All right, bye. Check us out next show. We're going to be talking to somebody from Wisconsin, maybe two, two or three people from Wisconsin. Maybe they're going to tell us how to make cheese. Keep your ears peeled, baby. All right. What else can we leave people with, Tobor? Oh, yeah, my Reddit. I've been telling some people on Reddit, uh, talking to a lot of people on there um, about draining some, unsticking some brake calipers. My advice to the person was, he said that he had dabbed some fluid out of the reservoir. And I said, good start, my man. Now what you got to do he said it's still stuck And I said yeah what'll happen is you'll overfill it And when you squeeze the lever there's nowhere for it to return to It needs some space in there That's why there's like a, a diaphragm To keep the uh, keep a little bit of space And that's why there's a line so that you don't overfill it There's a lower line You want it to be full up to here But it, over that like You don't want it full It'll uh, it'll lock your caliper shut And he said well I dabbed some out And now the brake is still stuck And I said listen man you get yourself a little... Go get some brand new brake fluid. And here's how you know what, what type to get. Look, it'll be printed. I think I think since the 70s, it's been printed right on the uh, lid, lid of your reservoir. Whether it's a cap or a, the uh, cover type that has screws that go on or it screws on. It should say right on it, Dot, three, dot, four, dot five. Dot 17, whatever it is. I said, you go get that from the store. Get yourself a piece of clear tubing from the, from the store fill up a you a little cup or a container or something full of brake fluid so you don't suck air through the tubey. Stick the tubey on your bleeder valve then stick it down in that there uh, little uh, container of fluid. Get some up in that tube. I didn't tell them that. Maybe I should tell them that. Make sure the tube is full so you don't suck in air. But then you pump them brakes and then you crack that bleeder valve and whatever is stuck in that caliper should come out. Whatever is keeping that caliper locked ought to come out and he said ah yeah this sounds promising I said yeah it's more nothing less promising I could give you an empty promise I am Junkie Turdman after all but I said nah you try that you check back with me plus uh, a whole bunch of other motorcycle related advice we've been given on reddit I love it reddit's reddit's full of good stuff if you go on reddit though chances are you will see somebody with a dead battery asking what's wrong with their bike. And you'll get 29 people telling them, oh, man, do a valve check, clean your carbs. They're like, I don't even have carbs. All right. Turns out, it's a dead battery, you fool. (laughs) All right. P.S. I'm going to leave you with this. Me and Wiggins were riding We were down in Orange County We were in Irvine I think And uh, we stopped for morning coffee Overcast is, is all get out It was really uh, really cold I, I was hating it So we stopped to get some hot coffee And uh Junkie Turdman Left his keys in the ignition The whole like hour We were getting coffee and bullshitting Not only that But I left him on With my helmet and my gloves and my backpack and everything. So if you want a free motorcycle, what an idiot, right? So we had to bump start my bike. Never had to do that with a fuel-injected bike before. But luckily the fuel pump was good. So, yeah. You live, you learn. You leave your key and your bike in Orange County. And, of course, nothing's going to happen. So, all right. Peace and grease, everybody. I hope you had a good one. Have a better one on me (laughs) what the hell that sounded raunchy i meant like on my yeah
1: have a good one on the turdman
0: (laughs) what the (laughs) have a good one on the turdman (laughs) write that down Tobor. that's the (laughs) that's our new catchphrase all right bye everybody for real this time